Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where OP walks in on her husband sleeping with her sister. Am I the butthole for telling my estranged sister and her parents that she and her kids are not my problem? Seven years ago, I was married and expecting a baby when things went horribly wrong. Around 10 weeks into my pregnancy, I suffered a miscarriage and then I returned home to find my husband in bed with my sister. Oh my god, OP. The two of them tried to apologize and convince me that we could all get over it. But I wanted nothing to do with either of them, and even less so when I found out that she had gotten pregnant. Oh my god! My divorce was finalized quickly because I wanted nothing from him other than the divorce, and I was willing to leave the marriage with nothing but the clothes on my back. Pretty early, I realized that my parents were hoping that I would still want to be a part of the baby's life. But I wanted nothing to do with the baby that my sister conceived while sleeping with my husband while I lay in the hospital losing my own pregnancy. Oh my god! I refused any and all contact with my sister and ex. They married and had two more children after the one that she conceived during my marriage to him. I met my current husband when I had distanced myself from my whole family, and he was amazing and his family was great. We got married two years ago, and his family is nothing short of the best. I adore the nieces and nephews that I've gained through my marriage to him, and we spend lots of time together. About three months ago, my sister called me at work, using my work phone number, and told me that she needed me and could I please come to her. I hung up the phone and continued about my day. Several hours later, I got a message from my parents saying that I needed to go be with my sister. A few days later, I got another call, and I was told that my sister had been pregnant, the baby passed away inside of her, and she delivered a stillborn, all while her husband was out sleeping with someone else. Oh my god! My parents and sister expected me to rally around her, and I didn't. Now that some time has passed and my sister has moved in with our parents, I've been inundated with messages from them saying that I should meet her kids, that I should be there for them like I am for my husband's nieces and nephews, and that I should reconcile with my family. My sister told me how sorry she was again and that she wanted us to make up. I told the three of them that she and her kids are not my problem and that I still want nothing to do with them. My parents are furious and they say that I need to forgive her because whatever she did, she's now suffering worse than would ever be deserved and her kids are innocent and deserve an aunt. Okay, um, a lot of people in the comments are saying the sister got what she deserved and I, I don't really want to say that because no one deserves to go through a miscarriage. That's something that I wouldn't wish on anyone. However, I will say, what did she expect? She married a guy who cheated on his pregnant wife and then, Oh my gosh, my husband cheated on me while I'm pregnant. How could I not have seen that coming? Well, I mean, I could have seen it coming. And like, your sister and especially your parents had this really toxic attitude where even if you do forgive them, just because you forgive them doesn't mean that you're going to have a relationship with them. What she did was completely bridge burning. She didn't just burn the bridge between you, she utterly nuked it. So whether or not you forgive your sister for what she did is irrelevant. If you don't want to have a relationship with your sister, then you don't have to have a relationship with your sister. I'm giving your sister 4.5 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your ex-husband the rare 5 out of 5 buttholes. That man, if you can even call him that, is the scum of the earth. I'm giving your parents 4 out of 5 buttholes for their blatant favoritism. 
am I the butthole for refusing to give up my seats and being crass about it? I'm a 36-year-old woman, and I flew home for Thanksgiving this week and got an early flight back. I'm a plus-sized woman, so when I booked my flights, I spent extra money and booked two adjacent seats, so whoever had the third seat in my row wouldn't have to be squished up in my business. Flying out was great, the other person in my row was cool, and we shared the middle seat and snacks and played Pokemon on our Switches and visited each other's Animal Crossing islands. Flying home was where things became a bit more problematic. I was settled into my two seats, and a gentleman tried to sit his daughter, who was 12 and not a waif, nor was her overweight dad, in my middle seat. And to be clear, my butt was taking up a good third of that middle seat. I politely said, I'm sorry, that seat is booked. Your daughter can't sit there, while putting my hand on the other two-thirds of that seat. He immediately complained that he hadn't been able to book seats together and he needed to sit with his daughter. I shrugged and said I was sorry, but it wasn't my problem. That isn't his seat. He called over a stewardess to complain. I explained my situation and showed my pair of tickets, and the flight attendant offered to comp my extra seat. I said, no thank you, I need the extra room, and I waved to where my butt was partway in the middle seat. The stewardess came back 10 minutes later with a wife from a couple who agreed to switch seats so the man could sit with his daughter. But not without attempting to shame me for not being willing to help out a dad in need and commenting about how selfish I was. OP clarifies here that she means the woman who switched seats was rude, not the stewardess. The stewardess was polite. I said, I booked early and I booked two seats together because, to put it plainly, I'm fat. His two seats were separate seats. How exactly do you propose that I split my fat butt in half to sit one half in one seat and the other half in the other seat? This woman turned red in the face and complained at me for being disgusting. I replied that his lack of planning wasn't my emergency, and she scowled at me for the entire rest of the flight. When I told my parents about it after I landed, my dad thought that it was the funniest thing he'd ever heard. But my mom yelled at him for encouraging him and said that I should have been more willing to help out a dad with a kid when I had two seats. So, I want to know, am I the butthole? This is not a complicated dilemma. You pay for two seats, you get two seats. What you do with that extra seat is your business. If you want to put another person in it, that's your right. If you want to put another butt cheek in it, that's your right. If you want to use it to store your snacks and your Switch, that's your right. If you want to just leave it empty because you don't like sitting next to people during long flights, then that's your right. Oh, boo-hoo, I wasn't able to book two seats next to each other, so I need someone else to accommodate me. So, how is that OP's problem? If it's oh so important that you sit next to your daughter, then book seats on a different flight, man. Or, hey, this is America, where capitalism rules. Break out $1,000 and say, OP, I will buy that seat from you for $1,000. What do you say? Or, wave a wad of cash over your head and say, anyone on the plane, if you give me two seats next to each other, I will give you each $500 so I can sit next to my daughter. Like, that's a bit extreme, obviously. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because if it was really that important that he sat next to his daughter, then there's tons of solutions available. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I give the father and the wife who took his seat 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for not doing anything for Christmas this year and making my husband livid? So, I'm a stay-at-home mom with three kids. My husband works a full-time job and gets an okay salary. But, he's tightened the grip on spending for the past four months to be able to save up to go watch the football event overseas. He's literally obsessed with anything to do with football. 
He said that he rarely ever gets to do what he wants, and so I didn't want to judge him since it's all his money eventually. We discussed plans for Christmas, and he told me to handle everything since he won't be back until December 20th. He told me he'd put aside money for Christmas decorations, food, gifts, kids' needs, etc. The money in total was a hundred bucks. I was completely shocked, and I told him a hundred bucks for an entire family's Christmas celebration was ridiculously not enough. He shrugged, saying it's all he's got, but I pointed out how he's paying for his friends and his girlfriend's travel expenses. He told me to just take it, but I said that if he decided to leave me with just a hundred bucks, then I won't be doing anything for Christmas. We had lots of arguments and couldn't get this resolved. He's in Qatar now. He left days ago. Yesterday, while I was cleaning, I found an envelope with the same hundred dollars and a note from him telling me to make it work. I sent him a message that I've decided that I won't be doing anything for Christmas with this little money, period. He was livid, sending me angry message after angry message, calling me spoiled, and telling me to stop expecting to live like I was still living in my parents' house and to stop trying to rob the kids of enjoying the holiday like the other kids. I haven't replied, but he's livid, saying that I'm punishing him for going and trying to guilt him using his own money. Man, okay. So, all right, so as I was reading this story in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, how bad is what this guy's really doing? Like he's going on a vacation by himself. It's, you know, kind of selfish, but it's not too bad. I guess the polite thing would have been to invite OP along with him, but I guess he can't do that because he doesn't have enough money. Then I got to the line where he's paying for his friend and his girlfriend's travel expenses. What? I don't know where OP is. I'm going to guess the UK because she calls it football and this is an English speaker. So I'm going to guess that this guy bought three tickets from the UK to Qatar. We're looking at a thousand bucks per ticket. So that's one, that's $3,000 for three tickets. Oh, maybe down, maybe as low as 300. Okay. So we'll average out, we'll say 500. So 1500 bucks for three tickets plus hotel rooms. And we don't know if they're slumming it or if they're living like kings. So that could be, you know, let's just double it, I guess, and say $3,000 for the trip. It's probably, probably pretty conservative. It's probably more than that. So this guy can blow $3,000 on football tickets to Qatar, but he can't spend $300 for his family for Christmas? Opie, this guy isn't just being the butthole. This is straight up financial abuse. Oh man, I didn't even realize the dates on this. But I'm reading this on um, the 2nd, and this was posted 11 days ago, which means, gosh, he left at like November 20th, and he's going to be gone until December 20th? He's going to be gone a month? Okay, my, okay, okay, my 3K, my 3K evaluation isn't even close. Living in Qatar for a full month and paying for three people, that's going to be, we're going to be talking like, what? 10, 20, $30,000? I have no idea what the living expenses are like in Qatar, especially during a major event, but that's got to make the expenses go up more, right? Yo, this guy straight up dropped five figures on his friend and his friend's girlfriend, and he, and he gave $100 to his wife. Wow, this is so much worse than I was first thinking. This is so much worse. I, as soon as I realized that, I knew because this is Reddit and because Reddit loves to do the math, someone down in the comments was going to actually do the math on this. And indeed, we have a post from Mzobo who does a breakdown of price, hotel, food, drink, tickets to the event. His estimates put the price of this trip at $20,400. $20,400. 
$400 that he's spending on himself, his buddy, and his buddy's girlfriend. And I hope, for OP's sake, that this is actually his buddy's girlfriend and not his secret girlfriend. But this guy's spending 20 k and he can't give his wife $200? OP, we're actually in, like, divorce territory here. We're in divorce territory. The amount of, like, selfishness and financial abuse is off the charts. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your husband... Gosh, what's fair here? 4? 4.5 out of 5 buttholes, I think? Honestly... I know that I'm really harsh on bad parents and people point that out, but man, this guy spent 20k on himself and can't even be bothered to give $100? I thought $100 was going to be like, you know, buy Christmas gifts for the family. Man, a month? Who can live on $100 for a month? He basically left his wife and his children to starve to death. You can't feed an adult and what, three kids, I think OP said, on $100 for the course of a month? Yeah, okay, I'm giving I'm giving him 4.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for asking my girlfriend to start making me breakfast every morning? I'm a 27-year-old guy, and I've been living with my girlfriend, who's 29, for several months now. For the most part, things are really good, and I plan to propose soon and hopefully have at least a couple of kids with her. However, we've run up against a conflict. She's an absolute morning person, but I hate mornings. By the time I force myself out of bed in the morning and into the shower, she's already been up for at least 30 minutes, even though she has to be at work later than I do. And by then, she's at the stove making breakfast. She likes a huge breakfast in the morning. She usually has eggs, either french toast or pancakes, hash browns or breakfast potatoes, and sausage or bacon. Sometimes, on weekends, it's ham or steak. She eats almost nothing for lunch and usually has a small dinner, but she loves a huge breakfast. Meanwhile, I only ever have cold cereal for breakfast or maybe, if I'm feeling really ambitious, some instant oatmeal and orange juice. I only even start to come alive halfway through my second cup of coffee and definitely don't feel like cooking in the morning. However, my girlfriend obviously does. So, recently, I asked her if she would start making breakfast for me, too. She asked if we were going to trade off and if I would sometimes make breakfast for her, too. I told her no, but reminded her that I do often make dinner for her, too. She said that since we trade off making dinner, we should trade off making breakfast, too. I told her that there's no way I'll ever be able to muster that kind of energy first thing in the morning, but that since she obviously can, then she should just make me breakfast too. I said that it would take next to no extra effort on her part to throw in a couple of more eggs, strips of bacon, an extra portion of hash browns, etc., since she's already doing it for herself anyways. But that started a fight, with her saying that it wasn't fair for me to expect her to think of me in the morning since I don't do the same for her. She seems to think that her making breakfast for me should figure into our division of labor and that I should do something extra in return. But I think that since she makes a huge breakfast for herself every morning anyway, that throwing an extra portion of whatever she's making on for me would make next to no effort on her part. So why should I have to do more for her in return than I already do? Opie, I'm literally trying to understand what you're talking about, and I, I don't get it. Like, you seem to think that her making you breakfast every morning, this grandiose, huge bacon, eggs, hash brown breakfast, doesn't count as contributing towards the relationship, and that this should just be free labor that she gives you because you're a sleepyhead? 
And it's weird because you understand that trading off dinner is like a way to split up responsibilities, but breakfast is like magically immune to this rule. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Um, my prediction is that this relationship is doomed because you're not a very good person, OP. Clearly, you're very selfish. You don't have an accurate understanding of what relationships are actually like and how people trade off duties and how, hey, if I do something for you, then as like a gesture of love, you should do something for me as well. And that's like how you maintain balance in the relationship. It seems to be like one way, like she should do things for you, but you shouldn't do things for her. And like on top of that, you're being really like, what's the word? Like you're kind of nickel and diming her about it. Like you're being really, really strict and calculating about who does what which is just selfish, to put it simply. And then <laughs> you say you want to propose and have kids. I have to wonder, OP, in your vision of the future, who do you see waking up in the middle of the night to take care of those kids? Who do you see waking up in the morning to prepare the baby's bottle, to change her diaper in the morning? Is it your wife? Are those magically only her responsibilities because you're a sleepyhead in the morning and there's no way you can muster that kind of energy? My theory in this story is that OP has a doting mother and his mother just took care of every single thing in the morning for him, laid out his clothes, made his breakfast, and literally all he had to do in the morning when he was a kid was roll out of bed, get dressed, eat breakfast, and she would drive him to school. Okay, sweetie, have a nice day, sweetie. Mommy loves you, sweetie. And he just became accustomed to that lifestyle because he just he just doesn't understand what mornings like. Mornings suck for everyone, man. Man, I say good luck to your girlfriend, OP. Hopefully, she sees the light and dumps you. OP, I'm giving you two out of five buttholes. I'm giving your girlfriend zero out of five buttholes. You know what the tragic thing is? How thrilled someone would be to have a girlfriend who loves to make a grandiose, elaborate breakfast. Most people, if they had a girlfriend who would make bacon, eggs, hash browns, waffles, freshly squeezed orange juice for them every single morning, you'd be like, oh, sweetie. I bought you flowers, let me massage your feet, let me give you a back rub, anything I can do, sweetie, to make you a little bit more comfortable, just let me know. Oh, oh, you bought, you, you bought bacon? Oh, you're planning on making eggs Benedict tomorrow? Okay, let me, um, let me do the laundry for you, sweetie. That was r slash am I the butthole, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.